Welcome to Ohanga. My name is Bella, and today I will be speaking with Deanne. Okay, so yeah, feel free yeah. to start however you want. I know you have the questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I do painted stones. Um, I do mandalas. Mm -hmm. um, I know you, uh, just to go back further, actually. Um, so I've always done art. Mm -hmm. um, my mom was a Head Start teacher, so she was always being creative at home. There wasn't a lot of money in the funds for the Head Start program when my mom was doing it. It wasn't so pop, I don't know, popular, but so mainstream. So she come home and make a lot of the things for the children herself, um, learning things, poster boards with interactive, um, interactive things for the children and stuff. Like I, re I remember getting a, a bee's nest. My dad had to get a, a hornet's nest so she could glue it to a poster board with fake bees. And she taught the children about the cycle of the larvae all the way, so stuff like that. So my mom's always been a practor mm -hmm. um, and a crocheter and stuff. And then um, there's four of us, there was four of us kids growing up. Um, we were all adopted from separate families. So we all came with our little um, so I don't know issues. Um, I myself have ADHD <laughs> and I think my brother also had that as well. So my mom was always coming up with things to keep four children busy, especially in the summertime um, when she wasn't teaching. So, you know, four kids in the house to get us outside. So she would do art contests mm -hmm. and we'd have whatever supplies were just in the yard, in the drawers, in the house. We could use anything on the, on our property to make and then she would grade us like not grade us but we'd get little prizes and of course everybody got a prize but it was something that I guess when you're a child and you're doing the initiative and the creativity and stuff like that it was something like the with our development because she was always watching for stuff like that um and it was just that's what I gravitated towards the, the art the creativity using my hands I mean it sounds really stupid but I still remember passionately loving finger painting <laughs> <laughs> because the liquid color and I think that's what I like is liquid color um I've done all sorts of mediums with because my mom like clay and colored pencils and all that and I just it's the liquid color it's the mobility of it mm -hmm. rather than a pencil just colored pencil I've done colored pencil and sketching um but yeah painting is what I like to do the most mm -hmm. um I did art all growing up as a side thing besides reading and things and being in school when I went to college, I did some more. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I can see the, these collages back here. I did those in college. Um, you know, you have downtime in the dorm. You get bored. I went to Rhode Island College for psychology and sociology. Mm. And most of the kids um, on campus went home for the weekend, which I was like, I thought the whole point was to get on campus to get away from the family and be around. But so I was left alone on campus most weekends. Um, I worked at the library, went to the gym and stuff, but then I would make collages for friends, family, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so then I graduated and I went to school for two years and then I left school for a little while to kind of, I don't know, I guess I just needed to be out and do things. You know, my parents, I wouldn't say oversheltered, but they, they definitely gave us a nice bubble world to live in. <laughs> and so then when I got to college and it was like multicultural, multi everything, and it was so cool. So I wanted to get off campus, live with a friend, just kind of, it was in Providence. So, you know, there was going over to the Brown campus and, and, and all that. And um, then I went back to school after two years and I finished that, so I finished my degree. Then I went to Radford University for my graduate degree in counseling and human development. That's where I kind of fell away from my art for a while because everything was just school, 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 studying internship I worked at the library there as well I picked the library because I like to read but the thing was is 
you had when you had downtime and helping the other students and stuff, you got to do your own homework. So I was maximizing getting paid <laughs> and not doing the studies. So um, so they got a job after that, and we're at actually um, uh, Butler Hospital in Providence. Um, for a few months, I worked there. I worked in their sleep research lab. It wasn't for me. Then I got into a job working with folks with um, severe clinical mental illness, like schizophrenia, bipolar. I worked with a lot of a lot of borderline uh, suicidal ideation, things like that. And that's actually where I found my art again, because I was a job coach. So I was helping the clients, whether it was a learning computer, um, you know, because a lot of folks, they just get pushed into the, oh, you can only bag groceries. Mm -hmm. So we we're developing jobs like it's not even just like the subway things like that but working data entry jobs um and things and so i was teaching some of the uh the clients are and then one day um they were always in and out of hospital because of medication you know people go off the medication go back it was you know mm -hmm. so i did a lot of visits in the hospital and one day our artist um wasn't there to make the homemade cards we did so i made a homemade card and all of a sudden i got that that joy of painting and creating that I'd had in high school and parts of college before, because it was about a 10 year period, I was in the mental health field. Mm -hmm. um, and I did, it got away from my art. And then when I did the cards for the clients, that was awesome. And then, you know, <laughs> this, so giving me all these accolades and of course I'm bathing in it. <laughs> so, um, I don't know, I guess I got into art that, my, my art that way. <clears throat> then, the, the agent, the community agency I was working for had layoffs because Rhode Island, the state of Rhode Island was starting to have issues mm -hmm. um, with the social program funding and things like that. So there's a lot of layoffs. And then and I got laid off. So, so I took a little step back. Um, oh, I tried a lot of stuff. I wrote, because <laughs> I didn't want to forget. I thought I was going to be a photographer. So I, I actually sold some photography on Etsy. Mm -hmm. I actually wrote three kids' books. And, um, and, a teen, uh, and a teen drama novel that are all on Etsy. Um, I tried to get publishers and I got a lot of, this is okay, or you're a good writer, but we have, it's a saturated genre, teen youth, you know, and all that stuff. So I put so much work into it that I just said, all right, well, I'm gonna find out how to self-publish. Went in self-published through a place called Create a Space, which I don't even know if they still around, but then one day I got a thing from Amazon saying that they were allowing people to self-publish through their KDP program. Mm -hmm. So all my four of my books are on there and I sold a bunch of the kids books um, through that. So I, that was like something I saw through. Um, I taught myself how to play piano because like I'm unemployed now at this point. So I needed to do things constructive. I can't sit still with ADHD, I got OCD and then just the creative. So I taught myself how to read music and play piano. I got a book on eBay how to simple piano, I learned how to do the keys and then I got more advanced. So, I mean, I say play piano, but it's more like, um, did you ever see that movie Goonies? Mm -hmm. And she's playing on, uh, it's oh. very slow and with, uh, <laughs> I can read it. I couldn't focus when I was in high school on learning how to play piano. So I, I did that. I studied to be a personal trainer, realized I didn't want to bite around people while they're sweating. <laughs> but I learned a lot of I learned a lot of cool stuff about the body. Mm -hmm. Went to community college for one semester for web design because I thought, okay, that's gonna be really creative. Mm -hmm. Found out it was all coding. <laughs> it was like whatever the brain part that I do the creativity, it was on the other side. I, I always mix those two up, but um. I saw it through because once I started the semester, I wasn't going to walk away. So I, I finished it. 
but I mean, even the teacher in the coding class, you know, kind of, so you're not really getting it. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I felt really weird on campus because everybody was so much younger than me when the kids are telling me that their parents are my age, that really <laughs> weird. But I knew I couldn't do the web design anyway. So then, then I was on one Etsy and um, selling my photography a little bit, just like downloadable stuff people can put on their computers because there's so much more. Oh, the, the photographers that are on there just blow my mind. I'm kind of like capture the dew drop kind of person. So, so then I said, I saw, oh, so I saw a video of a girl selling handmade jewelry on Etsy. So I was like, well, all right, let me see if I can do that. Cause I wasn't ready to get back into the mental health field yet. <laughs> of course I failed at that miserably. But um, so then I, I tried to curate. I wanted to be a part of that Etsy group cause I was reading in the forums these people are so passionate about their work. And I was like, I want to be a part of that, but I'm not, I, I, I'm not that creative. So I started curating jewelry on from like, like eBay and stuff, handmade jewelry and selling it. And then, so then my aha moment was like six years, four, five years ago, this girl, I don't know if you've ever heard of her, her name is Elspeth McQueen. And she's an Australian art, artist. I think she was in Canada now, but she posted a YouTube video painting dots. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's so cool. Even if I stink at it, that's a fun thing for me to get back into the art because I really didn't want to get into doing the collages again. They were really painstakingly hard to do. And now 15, 20 years later, I just, I was trying to find something else. Mm-hmm. So that's where the dots and the Mandela's and you, know, you can't see much in my, in my studio, but I'm in my studio and I'm just surrounded. <laughs> I'm surrounded by all my dot Mandela's and yeah. You know, as I went along, it got better and more patient. Um, I started a web, the, the Etsy site and getting the positive feedback from people in general, but then seeing the gifts they were giving them as I gave this to, mother, this to my, my mother, I gave this to my sister who was passing away. I've had folks from like cancer, um, uh, cancer, um, what do you call that, hospice, to buy my little pocket stones. And then it's like, um, you can hold one in your pocket that says love. You know, so seeing how people are using them in their homes or giving them as gifts, that was so gratifying. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I just keep on doing now. I just keep painting. I'm so addicted to it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I love to read. I have so many hobbies. I don't know if that's an ADHD thing or not as well, but I have such a hard time doing most of them because I can't wait to draw the stone. I can't wait to paint the stone. I can't wait to glaze it. And then I'm sitting there churning up ideas for stones and then I started painting on canvases. I started painting on um, like jewelry boxes, uh, supply boxes with little cute brass latches. I did, I did, um, I'm pointing at like you're sitting in the room with me. <laughs> I got photo frames and things like that. Um, so I'm, I'm trying different mediums as I go along. I love the stones the most. I don't know if it's because I'm from New England and Rhode Island and I can't leave a beach without leaving with a rock or shell or something my whole house is there's, there's bowls everywhere um I like the simplicity of drawing a crab and you know, drawing a seashell like these are all the things that I've known and grown up with and collected and you know so um or um like um, emerging themes would be the seashells the art I mean the art the lighthouses the anchors um anything to do with the ocean I have driftwood that I've painted on um and I try to see what other people like too. So like I've taken a lot of my designs and then I've put them to canvas in case someone might like the design 
but necessarily not like rocks like I do. So I put them on canvases and things like that. Um, my inspirations come from everywhere, from standing in line at CVS and I'll see this skirt this woman has on and it's like teal and orange with a splash of red. So like I'll make a mental note or I'll make a note on my phone real quick and then I'll go home and write it down and then I'll try to capture that, whatever it was that stunned me about that color combination and then I'll put that on a stone. And then like, so like I'll start with this little simple tiny design, little dots and then all those dots, I'll, I'll, I'll flip around the colors to make different combinations. So this one woman's skirt will inspire tons of different stones. So I'm never at a loss um, for painting. Like I'm actually gonna have to stop moving some of my rocks down into the basement. Otherwise the room itself will just move into the basement its own one day. It's just gonna go. <laughs> um, um, obstacles would be just, I didn't have obstacles as far as anybody standing in my way or something. My parents always told us to be creative and pursue stuff. Um, when I was younger, it was more as hobby things though. Um, when I was going to school, I picked psychology because that was supposed to be um, a reliable career. Art was not, unless you're like exceptional at it. Like I was never gonna go to RISD or anything, even though I wanted to. But I mean, we had four kids, you know, so my parents were worried about who, how to pay for all the colleges. So I went to Rhode Island College because it was state school and stuff. Um, you know, and then with the, for the psychology because we thought that was going to be, the, and now you look at it, you know, and, and the, some of the mental health programs and things are so up in the air and art, huge with the internet and social media and YouTube and all the things that you can do with Apple pens and pads. It's like, art has no limits now. <laughs> So like for me, I would say limitation would be like my desire to go to like art school and really learn techniques, learn the different formats and the, and the media. Cause I guess um, I heard a girl in one of my Facebook groups call it naive art where you teach, just teach yourself. It's not any structured. So part of me would love to do that. The money would be a thing. Um, so I think I would, if I really want to try other stuff I might try YouTube videos. Cause a lot of videos online that you can see people's techniques. There's so many how-to videos that people are willing to like give you a bird's eye view of how and what they're doing. So, you know, I was thinking if I wanted to do watercolors on a canvas or something I would watch some videos and see how people do it. Cause I really don't think you could just get there. And <laughs> at least I can't. Um, um, as far as um, what I want to be doing, oh, the ultimate goal for my art um, would be, I, what I wanted to mean to my, to my customers or your customers is, our customers, is I wanted to, them to feel something and mostly it would be uh, positive, like a sense of serenity, like the Mandela's and the dots, I paint them very really thick so they're tactile, so they're also, you can hold them and, and there's uh, a comforting for some people say rubbing them like a rubbing stone you know just looking at them and stuff too so there's a serenity I want from them but mm -hmm. to, to uh, evoke for people or a sense of peace or calming um because that's what rock would do for me with my ADAD ADHD and my thoughts so blah, blah, blah. they haven't found a medication for me yet because I just got diagnosed um at 42 mm -hmm. so they're going, <laughs> going very slow so they haven't they haven't got it yet um, so right now, I think if they could, if they could put my, well, how I feel with painting, if they could put that in a pill, I think, but um, for now, that's what that does for me. And I'm hoping it does it for folks as well. Um, something else to talk to, I would like people to know um, about art is that it doesn't have to cost a lot. 
Mm. You know, I see folks buying, and, and there's nothing against it if that's what people want to use for their stuff. But I see folks spend a lot of money on just for dotting stuff. There's dotting tools, dotting pens. You can buy the rock. I collect my rocks at the beach. I have almost no overhead. I go to the beach anyway. I collect the rocks. I get my paints. I get only the basic primary colors for the most part, like at Walmart or on eBay or something. They'll cheat, Michaels. And then I mix my own paints. I look up the color wheel online and they tell you how to dab, things like that. And I've come up with some pretty cool colors too. It's fun. And I see people with these huge selections of paint that I'm like, that's like $150 worth of paint or the dotting tools and stuff, you know? And it's like, I'm just using these cheap little pens, you know, I use stuff around the house, um, you know, the end of a pencil. Um, I've used the smudgy thing for eyeliner. I've used, uh, you know, anything. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you guys have heard that before. People using uh, toothpicks, everything. Mm -hmm. like, that's one thing I try to impart to folks um, on my Facebook group. So you don't have to spend a ton of money. And if you, in, like a lot of folks come onto the thing and they say, I'm so intimidated by the, the work that you guys do. And I always jump in right away and, and I show them like my first rock. Yeah. And I look like a horse, like a horse is stuck a pen in its mouth. This <laughs> is so bad, but I kept it. So I remind myself when I think like, you know, you get to compare your art to other people sometimes. And I'll go on there and there's this lady that does artwork that looks like a damn Fabergé, like a real Fabergé egg, it's like, and then I'll be like, oh, I can't paint like that. But then I look at how far I've come. And then, so that's one thing I try to let other folks know about art is just do it. You'll find, they find they'll find their form, they'll find their medium, they'll find their whatever. And at the very least, I just, I have so much fun doing it. I've inspired friends to do the Mandela's. I have another friend who started her own business doing it. And then my 13 year old niece just sent me some of the ones because I do Disney ones on the side. I give as gifts to my friends and family just practice and so now my niece Chelsea's doing it she just she did one with Donald Duck and it came out so good I was like you know my brother Rich is like oh you're inspiring her so um I know I'm keep babbling do you have anything to ask specifically <laughs> oh, no, that's wonderful thank you so much for all of that um I just had one question um about kind of just why you chose or why you're sticking with this particular style is there something kind of intrinsic about the dots and mandalas that just speak to you or I think so yeah yeah I, I don't because yeah because I, I do sketching and I do other stuff like I, I don't know if it's circle it's the round there's no edges mm -hmm. um there's smoothness the rocks have smoothness there's heft to my stones um yeah, because I've read the like the meaning of Mandela's before, the Hindu meaning of the Mandela and the concentric circles and all that. So yeah, I think maybe mm -hmm. there's something about that particularly that I keep getting drawn to. I love doing sketches too, mm. but so, I get so zoned out. It's so stupid. And I have so many friends and family that I think I'm, they don't understand how I could be so transformed, trans whatever, fixed on painting a circle. <laughs> but I get lost in painting that circle and then the next one and the next yeah so yeah as you say that yeah there's something about the Mandela and the circle that makes me feel centered I guess yeah <laughs> yeah that's awesome and is that the primary uh the primary style and um art that you're doing right now or are you doing stuff on the side I do a lot of stuff on the side too. I do the Mandela's. Um, <clears throat> I do different, all different styles that I've been doing. Uh, I can't, again, I keep feeling like you're sitting here with me. I'm um, <laughs> flower. I got, I'm not going to get 
I've got flower themed ones. Like I got daisies, blue bluets, and I got sunflowers. Then I have a whole over there is the pet rocks. I have like different animals, all different animals that I like to paint, um, tigers and stuff. But then I did a whole other series of dog breeds because everybody loves their dogs. Mm -hmm. Oh, another thing that inspires me my, my art was um, <laughs> is patterns in wooden floors. And um and walls like wood paneling in a doctor's office. You know, like sometimes you can see a pattern in those squirrels. I've gotten ideas. I did a fox that's over there because I was doing my yoga and where my wear spots from my hands at the head of my mat was. I was doing the yoga and I was in the downward dog, and I could actually see the outline of what looked like a cartoon fox. <laughs> so I took a photo and then and then I ended up transferring it to a rock. So that was another inspiration, just weird patterns. Um, but and then I started doing canvases um and bigger stones for the yard i've had friends and neighbors do um what do you call it? commission pieces like my neighbors next door my studio is right here it's in our dining room that was supposed to stay a dining room until this just grew and grew with my passion and obsession so like my neighbors are right next door i wave them at the window the sun is coming in the morning um so they come up to the window ask me to paint a stone for the front of their door that says their name and like a flower I had a yoga studio commission a piece like this huge rock she wanted for a friend's yoga studio's logo on it. It was going to be a door stop for these French doors that went into the yoga studio. Mm -hmm. um, I've done commission things like that. I've done art sketch for a friend. Her granddaughter had a concussion um, when she fell off her horse, but she still loves her horse. So the grandmother sent me a photo of the horse, had me do a pencil sketch and color it, and then she took it to Michael's to have it matted and framed. So yeah, I try to do different mediums. I try to, I try to find myself in the different mediums and see what else I might like. I think I go to the rocks because of the low overhead, and I'm always at the beach anyway. <laughs> so so um, I just have to bring my backpack, and me and my husband, he's he's throwing in rocks as I'm walking along, and then <laughs> as I make it, it crouching to the car because it's so heavy. <laughs> yeah. So um, just want to touch back on themes. Um, yeah. It's like a lot of it's just nature inspired or is it just mm -hmm. honestly everything you see you find inspiration? In? Yeah, I guess you say, yeah, I guess it is nature inspired. I mean, the Mandela's are the Mandela's and I'm inspired by the colors. Like when I walk my dog, Buddy, the colors on that person's house. I, I actually have, I've taken pictures of people's houses and going home and colored the combination of the shutters in the house and the flowers and, mm -hmm. and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, a lot of flower nature. I do the dogs and all because I love animals. I absolutely love animals. If I had a brain for science, I would have done veterinarian or something like that. I also love animals. You know, um, I'm the idiot that they can't get out of the petting zoo. <laughs> but um, yeah, I am. I'm inspired by nature. I'm always hiking, going to the beach. I have stones, just the colors of the surf. So I did. I did one that's turquoise, white, and then tan. So it looks like the water coming in on the sand stuff like that. Yeah, very much a nature person. I grew up outside, um, two brothers and a sister. We were always outside. My brothers made their clubhouse. My mom made a clubhouse just for us girls. Um, yeah, we were outside barefoot climbing trees as a tomboy. So I'm very much inspired by nature, the beach and the woods, especially. Um, I've done a lot of hiking in New Hampshire and stuff. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and I feel like you've already kind of touched on this, just wondering if there was any particular person that really um, influenced your artistic pursuit and journey at all? I know you mentioned a few. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the Elspeth, Elspeth McLean is the one that got me going. I don't even know her, 
but I saw her doing the YouTube video and then I saw her site and it just, she was so inspiring and in how much she loved her work. Um, I would say my brother would be another inspiration because my brother Mark, mm -hmm. unbelievable artist, unbelievable artist. And when we were kids growing up, we would always sit together, we would gather drawing and doing lots of, and he showed me how to copy things. I don't, I obviously don't copy things and sell them, but I love doing Disney stuff. I absolutely love doing stones with Disney. I have a whole thing over there with just Disney rocks because just looking at them makes me joyous looking at them. So yeah, I, um, a lot of times I, my, I channel my brother's energy when I'm doing my painting. I feel like sometimes he's guiding my hand because sometimes a, something will come out way better than I anticipated it coming out. So then I, I'm like, Mark must have been doing that. <laughs> But yeah, as far as art, I mean, I love Monet and Van Gogh. I have like the water lilies in the other room that my sister gave me. And I have um, Van Gogh sunflowers. I have puzzles behind here that I made and they glued and they hang it up as well. And there's the water with lilies again and um, Starry Night. My favorite artist ever, which is kind of funny now that I'm thinking about it, is um, um, Gustav Klimt. And he did the kiss, which is a really famous one. He had a gold and stuff like that. And I just thought of that, the, the dots. Mm -hmm. And then the colors with the dots. <laughs> I just loved the colors and the gold. And then I saw other things that he did. And I just, there was a mood. Mm -hmm. But I just thought of that, my dots. <laughs> um, do you have any type of uh, set process when you decide to make your mandalas? And if you do, can you kind of take me through that? Um, I just, I, I just write down the colors. I really don't plan them out. I see some folks have um, tools. Um, I think what they call that a dot, is that a diagram, that metal thing? It makes the circles really perfect. Then they got the lines coming out. And my process is I, I eyeball it, um, the symmetry, because I just, I part of my joy in the painting besides the color is the symmetry. Like you said, the circling, the circles and the dots. Yeah, you really nailed that. Because yeah, that's part of my joy in it is, mastering that symmetry and even when I don't and I'll see like a Mandela that I'll see well that one over there's a little bigger than that it doesn't even matter because it comes it still looks pretty as a whole kind of like those that pointillism to art where when you go close it doesn't look like it so I don't even care but yeah part of my process is is just doing it by eye and feeling it and um yeah I, I just I have the colors in front of me and then I just decide on the base coat and then I look and I have whatever colors I decide to paint on the stone, I, I take the jars in front of me and I mix them around in order. So I decide how to put them on the rock. And that also gets dictated by the color of the rock. Cause like this one is a yellow base, you know, and this one's a blue, a lot of mine are black. But so I let, um, and then the order, well, which one look next, which one looks best next? So I don't come up with a particular order. I put the dot there and then I, I let it guide me, I guess. It sounds cheesy, I guess, but I do. I just kind of let it guide me. <laughs> um, yeah, I, there's no, I don't know. Um, the same thing with like the canvases and stuff. I don't, the only thing I have to draw on stone, like I'll draw on stone is my sketches. I'll do those. And of course the Disney one, I cannot do those <laughs> free-handed. But um, I don't have to do these in pencil first, but I enjoy doing them in pencil first because then I like watching the line get dark when I do them again in black. <laughs> so I probably don't have to do that, but that's part of my enjoyment, mm -hmm. watching, um, watching it look that way, I guess.
yeah that's you pretty much hit everything that we were looking for so thank you okay <laughs> sorry i was like trying to i did i did a workout this morning too because my parents know me they're like go for a walk first so you're kind of so you're more focused and not good but the questions when you guys when you gave me the questions i was like he knows me <laughs> it helped a lot it helped a lot good i'm glad <laughs> Um, is there anything else um, you want to add? Anything else? Um, no, that there's that main thing, and I meant to do it at the end, but my eye caught it on my little paper here. But that was my thing was just to, if there's anybody that wants to do art, like, you know, the, there's that girl in your portfolio that does the origami thing and stuff like that. All of that, these are all folks that had to start somewhere, you know, and if, if something's if art forms too expensive, you know, just find another one, but you can find cheap paints. Michael's Crafts is so artist friendly with their prices and their deals and everything. I love it. And um, I don't spend a lot. I mix my paints, like I said, I use like the cookie, the cookie pan that I was gonna throw out. I use that to mix the paints. Like mm -hmm. I got my coffee mug that I, that I rinse. Hopefully I don't think that it's my coffee. Um, <laughs> it just doesn't cost a lot to do art. And if you're not good at it, you can keep doing it and you can get better. And even if you don't, like everybody says, and again, I always feel so cheesy saying it, but the process alone is so therapeutic, at least for me. A person with ADHD, that I'm a, my mind's a million miles and I, I do yoga and I meditate, but art is the only thing, boom, as soon as I start doing it. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much for this. I really- Thank you very much.